What is going on, everybody in the Next 90 Nation? Welcome to 2019 and a new year as the Next 90 Nation rolls on. I am your host, Nick, and this is the Next 90, the podcast dedicating to showing you proven formulas on how you can level up your life in all areas. We call it the have-it-all lifestyle because it's not just found. Happiness is not just found in one area, meaning money or marriage or it's you have to be a four-dimensional human being. You have to be physically fit. You have to be emotionally stable. You have to be financially sound. And you have to actually love the person you see in the mirror. So I've launched my new uh, Next 90 experience. And this is a a 30-day challenge for people who, you know, wanted access to uh, to my coaching, but they weren't an entrepreneur. They didn't meet the minimum criteria or whatever. So I decided to to just test this because, as I said, the the core four is a human being thing. It's not a a man thing. It's not a woman thing. It's a it's a human being thing. And so I launched this, and we're getting radical results. We had a call on on uh, on Friday, I believe it was, and I I. I talk to them about something. And, and this is something that you guys can apply to, to your life. It's what, why lesson apply? What, why lesson apply? What happened? Why was it positive? What was the lesson you extracted? And how can you apply it like immediately and apply it to your body being balanced and in business. And they're like, Oh, well, what, what do you mean? I'm like, well, like we have things that happen to us all the time. And we get, we get emotionally hijacked by these things that happen to us. And you don't have to be emotionally hijacked. You can actually pull a radical lesson out of it and get a great gift. What, why lesson apply? I've talked about this in a previous podcast and they're like, well, I mean, what do you mean? Like, how does it work? I was like, okay, I'll give you a prime example. I'll give you a prime example. I'm going to give it the, give you guys the same one right now. So my wife and I, we just celebrated five years of marriage. If you've been following along and we went to Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Oh my gosh. I love Mexico. I mean, I could do a whole podcast just on Mexico. I love it down there. And one thing that I love is like the hustle, you know, the hustle of, of the, the people down there. I mean, you know, we should all be so lucky to like live in a, in a quote unquote third world country for a while, because you will see how hard the people who have nothing work. Like I get so angry at human beings here in the United States that are, are entitled and just like, well, you know, I should be making more. No, you shouldn't. You should be getting exactly what you got because that's what you, that's what you deserve. That's what you're putting out there. And you know, you're on the beach and, uh, these, these people are coming, they're selling you all this crazy tchotchke trinkets. And you're thinking, who the fuck is your consumer? Like who is the consumer of the ceramic skull with a Chicago, uh, bears, painting on the side of it. And the answer is somebody, because they wouldn't make that shit if some dummy didn't buy it. And I, I, I hope the hell that one of you has one of these, these ceramic things. So we're down there, right? And, and I'm watching these people just hustle. They're, they're carrying shit up the beach. And like, I was thinking, God damn, like how much can they possibly be making? And then we, uh, we had a wonderful trip. We had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful trip. And we went to the airport. And so we, we asked our, our, our concierge at the hotel, said, hey, how long does it take to get to the airport? Oh, man, 30 minutes max. Don't worry. You know, we'll, we'll have a driver. We'll have a, a driver. That sounds so super fancy. My concierge and a driver. It was actually like the dude at the front desk and a taxi. So let's be real here, people. Um, 
And so he's like, oh, don't, don't, don't worry. 30 minutes before we'll have a, a taxi waiting for you. So, you know, we're in, we're in Mexico, like, and it's shit's just different down there. And we're flying international. So I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll listen to what this guy says. He, he obviously knows. So we, uh, we pack our bags. My wife and I, my wife went up to the pool. I was getting some work done and we left and we literally left like with, you know, showing up to the, the airport at an hour and a, and a half ish hour and a half ish. If, if the car ride was truly 30 minutes, I had my head buried in my phone as I normally do working, texting, you know, catching up because the, the world had come back alive. I mean, it's January at this point, it was January 3rd and you know, like shit just doesn't stop. Like I have coaching clients I have this next 90 experience. I've got, you know, a, a, a startup I've invested into. I've got a, a bunch of different things going on. So the world keeps on turning whether or not I go on vacation. And so, and ultimately you have to create a life that you don't want a vacation from. Like, I thought it was so cool that I could be on the beach and be working like while I was down there. So we get to the airport. It took an hour, like an hour and five minutes. And my wife is kind of, first of all, she's car sick. I mean, the woman could get, you know, seasick in a bathtub, but she just like a poor thing always gets car sick, but especially like bumper to bumper in a, in a, in a, in a Mexican taxi. Like she was not feeling muy bueno by the time we get down to the airport and we walk in and it's like, holy shit. Like, Hmm. We didn't really think this through. Holidays are over. There's probably a bunch of people that are flying out today. It was fucking packed. Now we're, we're running up against a, a little over an hour. And the rule of thumb is you want to show up two hours before an international flight, you know, cause you got to clear customs and, you know, security and all that kind of stuff. Luckily we had booked, we had booked first class tickets. So we bypassed a huge line, huge line. And, you know, we were able to get our tickets fairly quickly when we got to the airport. So obstacle number one removed. Then now it's coming to going through security. And normally, like in most airports, like if you fly first class, there's a, there's the, you know, um, a priority, priority line. There's the, you know, TSA line. And then there's the, uh, the, the regular coach line. Well, in Mexico, it doesn't really work that way. Or I discovered this. So we, we get upstairs and there is this line. I mean, this line is fucking huge, like down, like into the shops areas. Right. And you can see that it goes around this corner and no exaggeration. It was probably, I don't know, two, three football fields just of people backed up. And they're like eight, you know, six to eight people wide in this line. And everybody's like, I'm like, what's this? They're like, Oh, this is the security line. I'm like, no fucking way. They're like, yeah, this is the security line. And, and so a bunch of people just started getting in the line. They got off the escalator. They got in the line. Like, what is this line? Oh, this is a security line. What is this line? Oh, this is a security line. I told my wife, I was like, there's no way. Like, I mean, this is, this is insanity. And I was like, well, let's go up and let's see if they have like a priority boarding line. Let's just at least walk up there and do that. And she's like, I'm, I'm with you. Cause she's like nervous now. Plus she's like green. She wants to vomit from the, the car sickness. So she's like nauseous and nervous, like not a good combination for anybody, let alone my little beautiful wife down in Mexico. So I got the bags and we're like, I mean, we are power walking. Like we are just moving like hips and ass, ta, 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 like pass the line. And, you know, people are looking at us like, where are these two people going? You know, and we're not running, you know, like home alone status through the airport. We're just, we're just walking 
we round the bend, right? We round the bend and I'm expecting to see like, you know, priority boarding, blah, blah, blah. And there's, there's none of that. But much to my surprise, I saw that that line all funneled in to one area. And then just as you rounded the corner, if you just stepped to the side of this one pillar, there was two lines. Actually, there was three lines total. So the one massive line feeding into that one massive kind of queue. And then there was two lines. And I walk up. I'm like, uh, is this special boarding here? Or is this any priority? And she's like, no, sir. This is just another line. I'm like, what? what is that? And she's like, I don't know. Everybody's piled up in that line. I'm like, so we can just walk, go through right now. And she's like, yeah. Showed her my tickets. And we walked, walked through. Like, it was the only security line. There was three of them. So imagine, like this big, huge line and it goes around the bend like a snake. And then to the right, there's two empty, relatively empty. There's probably five or six people in these other two lines, but nobody was like walking over and asking everybody just piled up behind the next person. Everybody just assumed that this is what I should be doing because that is what they are doing. And that is what the next person is doing. So let me just get off the escalator, not ask any questions, jump in this line. That's a fuck a mile long. Let me waste an hour of my life standing here doing what everybody else is doing. And, you know, eventually, hopefully I'll get on my plane. Well, what we did is we're like, mm, no, let's go see what's going on. Walked up there. And just because we took the initiative to not follow the crowd, not just stand there and do what everybody else was doing, we saved ourselves a, a ton of anxiety, b, a ton of time. And we get this beautiful lesson on this podcast about it. And so this is it. This is the, the what, why lesson apply for you guys, right? So what happened? What happened? I was in Mexico. One, I was appreciating the hustle of the people that live and, 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 and work down there. Like if, if, our, if the people that lived here ha in the United States had one-tenth of that, the, the America would be great again, okay? But so we're down there. The what was that we went to the airport. We were running behind. And we, we saw this giant line for security and we, we bypassed it to, to, to discover for ourselves what this was really about. But, and we decided not to follow the crowd. What, why was that positive? Well, it was positive because by not following the crowd, we were able to save ourselves time, energy, anxiety, stress, and get right to our plane with some time to kill, actually, and sit down and have a water and, and relax. What, what was the lesson that extracted? Like, you do what everybody else is doing, and it's going to cost you dearly. Like, if you just follow people in your life, it is going to cost you. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you stress and fear and anxiety. And, like, how do you apply this? Like, fucking blaze your own trail. Blaze your own trail in life. I'm not saying cheat and, and jump the line. Like we didn't do that by any stretch of the imagination. We just went and we went, we were willing to do what others weren't. We were willing to step out of this line, this massive queue and go, you know what? I am going to go up there myself. I'm going to figure out what works for me and I'm going to get the facts. And by doing so, we got we saved ourselves some time. We, we, I'd like to say we saved ourselves money, but cause time is money, but like, I didn't get anything like actually physically back, but we just, we blazed our own fucking trail. And so, you know, my question to you guys is like, what would you have done? 
what would you have done? Would you have just got in the line assuming that this stranger you don't even know from Oklahoma or wherever they were said, hey, this is what you got to do, get in line? Or would you have blazed your own trail? And how can you apply this, this story to your life? How can the story of following everybody else, listening to everybody else versus to trusting your intuition, trusting your gut, blazing your own trail, how would your life look different if you were doing that? And how does this, this concept, this principle of what, why, lesson, apply actually work, to, uh, work in your life? Where are you right now? mad at your spouse or, or mad at your children or mad at your boss. And, and can you apply this principle of what, why lesson apply and find a lesson and apply it? So how do I apply this to my life is I'm not fucking listening to the masses. I am doing what I want to do. I am blazing my own trail. I committed to doing three podcasts a week. I am doing that. Did you know that most, my friend uh, Andy Carter posted something, that most people, most people give up after the 11th episode on their podcast. Well, people, if you haven't figured it out now, I'm not giving up. This is like way more than 111. Like most people just stand in line and wait for direction, wait to be told what to do. And they wonder why they got the same result as the next person to their left and to their right. You want to do something different, step out of the fucking line and go. I could have got up there and found out that like, hey, they were right. This is all, this is the only option. And I would have had to walk back. What would I have, what would I have gained? I would have gained like, hey, I actually got some exercise by walking up there and I would have lost maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 people in the line. But by, by, by not listening and just going, I was able to save time stress, anxiety, me and my wife had a good laugh, and all of you here in the nation got this beautiful podcast. So as I told my cousin once, lines are meant for people who want to stand in them. And that at the time, it was kind of a, a snotty comment of like, oh, I don't stand in lines at the club, son. We slipped the guy a hundred and we're in. But now what it means today is like life, quote unquote, it, it, it's, it's, it's not for those who step out of line or who stand in line. Life is meant for those who step out of the line. Life, when you, to live, to, to actually live is to step out of the line. To exist is to stand in line and follow the herd. Do not be the herd. You heard what I'm saying. Do not be part of the herd. Be a part of this nation, the next 90 nation who's committed to stepping out of the line and blazing their own trail in life. My friends, 2019 is moving fast. It's moving fast, but it will move so slow for you if you continue to stand in line and listen to others. So to all my people in the next 90 experience, keep up the good work, guys. I'm so excited about everything you're doing. I love being a part of this. I love the motivation, inspiration, and the um, accountability that it, it, it's putting me at a whole new level. Step out of the line. Go to ownthenext90.com. Download the Gap Map. Find out where you're standing in line. Step out. Blaze your own trail. And own the next 90. I'm out. <laughs>